We here at Yash Jesus believe that God doesn't make mistakes. Not with people and not with produce. Which is why we're so excited to be partnering with Imperfect Foods. Imperfect Foods is an online grocer that recovers ugly produce and surplus foods that would otherwise go to waste. And delivers fresh, customizable boxes to your door for up to 30% less than the grocery stores. We're talking farmer's market quality girls. Without the hassle of going out of your house, honey. Without the hassle. And now, Imperfect has expanded to include pantry staples like lentils, rice, olive oil, and bread, you name it, to help round out your shopping. <laughs> girls, I just got my weekly shipment of imperfect produce, and let me tell you. Ooh, spill it, girl, spill it. I got this ugly little watermelon that puts the pretty little peach in Call Me By Your Name to shame. <laughs> That's the tea! Trust me, you're going to want to get in on this. To get your first shipment of perfectly imperfect farm fresh produce, go to imperfectfoods.com and use the promo code YASJESUS. That's Y-A-S-S-J-E-S-U-S. Welcome to Yas Jesus. We aren't spiritual leaders. We aren't theologians. Or prophets. Or even really that sure of what we're doing. We're just two lost sinners who love the Lord and want to open up his grace to other people who are on this journey alongside us. This isn't a tutorial on how to be Christian, but rather an exploration on what that actually means. In a safe space. Thank you, and God bless. Kings and queens and in between sinners, saints, and I don't know if uh, is or ain't. Hey, sinners, let's get sickening. Welcome to another <laughs> fabulous episode of Yash Jesus. Yes. I'm Daniel Francesi, and as always, I'm here with Azariah Southworth. What up, brother Azzy? Hey. Today, we believe more than ever that God is silly. God is funny. God has a sense of humor. God's humorous. She lols. God is lulls. She OMGs. God laughs with you. God laughs she at you. Ha-ha's. God she laughs. Emojis. We are here to find out if God has a sense of humor. But before we get that, come on, come on in. Come on in and have a cup Welcome of tea. Welcome to Sit down in the pew, service. pew, pews and just have a seat with us here at Yas Jesus because we are going to talk about humor. 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 Is God funny? Do you think God's funny? Well, he made a humorous bone. <laughs> yeah. I also know that God... <laughs> Also made the platypus. That's pretty hysterical. <laughs> and then, you know, sometimes in the Bible it says God laughs at people that don't pay attention to him. Do you know? So like God, this bad God He's laughing. Like, oh, He's you like, oh, poor, poor thing. Foolish layman, you know? <laughs> um, Me. <laughs> and then, you know, Jesus had a couple of quips and, and snips. Oh my gosh, yes. Jesus had a sense of humor. Yeah, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into all of that. But before we do that, we're going to go straight away to our, and I'm going to really try to say it right this mm-hmm. week, our praise report mm-hmm. and our prayer request. Congratulations, <laughs> Minister Daniel. Um, I'm going to start right away with praise reports. The first praise report that I want to celebrate is our friend Chastity. And you know she's a Christian because her sister's name is Hope and her dog's name is Mercy. <laughs> but my friend Chastity, um, you know, when this pandemic hit, we were all wondering what was next. She's a creative. We were like, what's going to happen? Yeah. And she's, she's a fantastic actress. And someone from a past show that she was on called her and asked her to be a staffed writer, her first writing job uh, in a new score. animated series. So can you believe that? Like, that's just such a praise if I don't I mean it's such a God serve you know and I'm telling you she is just up and down the house boots down praising God about this and knowing and giving the glory to him so that's awesome so we just celebrate you today and we thank God for this opportunity for chastity we also got an email from somebody which is awesome that you guys write us remember you can write us at pray at yasjesuspod.com but we have an email and what does it say yeah we got a few of them Uh, so Emily is asking for some prayer okay so in our praise request uh, we are praying for Emily. Emily is asking to get 
a job. She wants this job at TJ Maxx. So, you know, nothing's too little or too small for our Lord. Our Lord is big and mighty and he will move mountains. We are standing in the gap. But he will also get you <laughs> a job at TJ Maxx. There's nothing too small or too large to pray for. God so, provides. And let me tell you That's something. That's the manna right a now. A job right now is so important. Yeah. So, Emily, we pray for you and we pray that God gives you the clarity and the brains to say the right things in the interview and we hope you get that job. Yeah. So we're, we got you, Emily, in our prayers. We have some other prayer reports. Praise reports. See, I can't say it now. Pra- I can't say it. Pra- pra- say that three times fast. Praise reports. Praise reports and prayer requests. <laughs> okay, so here's a praise one. This is from That Little Gay Christian. That's hey. his TikTok name. Oh, that's cute. And he just wanted to give us some props. He says, First of all, I want to thank you too and everyone that has made this podcast possible. It, it has further opened the Bible and God to me oh, in a good. loving and beautiful way and helped so many LGBTQ plus Christians find a voice we can relate to. You've sparked in me a roaring flame and desire to read the Bible and find even more love in there. So, Well, little flamer, keep that little bright little yeah, light shining. Come on. Let flamer. that little light inside you shine. Um, we are so happy to hear from you and praise God. We're, we are actually... Are, We'd say it all the time, and I would just say it like a permanent praise report is we're so grateful for the opportunity to do this podcast, to come together. Yeah, You know, this podcast is a labor of love. It's not always easy with our schedules yeah. to get together yeah. and do things. There's frustrating things that happen technically, yeah. like any other job, any other art project. You know, it's not always easy, but we're grateful that God makes it always happen, and we're always to be able to get together, even during this time of global pandemic, to bring you the word, and that's awesome. Yeah, and even though we don't see you, we don't know all of you yet, like, yeah. we, we know you're there, and... We're so happy you're here. We are so welcome. Happy to Come have take you. seats. Come take seats. <laughs> so we got some more prayer requests. Okay. Uh, this one is one that really touches my heart because I've been through this and it comes from John. He's asking us to pray because he just married his partner in July. Wait, you got married? <laughs> no, not me. <laughs> You've been through no, the trial. No, 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 no. Okay. I haven't well, been congratulations, through that. Congratulations, <laughs> John. What's his partner's name? Josh. Congratulations, John yeah, and Josh. Congratulations, John God and Josh. We hope okay. it was a beautiful wedding and time moment with your loved ones. But he is asking for us to pray. He's stating that his parents are conservatives and oh against the relationship. Mm, and story. he is having old friends from their church that are reaching out to him and trying to dissuade him from marrying oh, the love of his life. Feeling. I'm so sorry, John and Josh. And not only that, they're calling his salvation into question. Well, <sighs> They they will be doing that. Do you understand that these people are like, and I hate the term, but they're Karens. <laughs> like, they are, yeah. We've been the whole time. The people that told us we couldn't be into, go to church were Karens this whole time, yeah. and we're going to take the advice of them, right? Uh, here's the get thing: get your nose out of my relationship with God. Exactly. Like a relationship with God is so personal; it's like any other relationship. Mm-hmm. And just like your relationship, John, between you and Josh, no one really knows what's going on in that relationship yeah. besides the two of you. I'm sure there's people who have nothing to do with religion that got something to say about your relationship. Yeah. Everyone's got somebody's nose is always in somebody's relationship. Yeah. And you can't let them, just like you won't let them be in your relationship with Josh. And you guys have decided to take that leap into being married and dedicate yourselves to each other in front of God, which is such a beautiful thing. You can't let somebody get into your relationship with God himself. Yeah. They don't have the right or they don't have the authority to come and question your salvation. So, However, it does take a lot out of you. It does. 
you yeah. know i mean we, we all know i mean i'm not married but i've been encouraged before mm-hmm. <laughs> and like when that happened i got a lot of messages of outpouring of love but it just takes that one mm-hmm. it just takes that one person that says something nasty and puts your faith into question yeah. that actually even for a second can make you know we're not we're just humans here on this earth so it's like we even could doubt ourselves like are we, am i doing the right thing is this all right you know mm-hmm. but just know that this is undeniable and even when i've had someone in front of me that was sane let's mm-hmm. just say that mm-hmm. uh that had the same sort of issues when i discussed this with them they cannot deny that god is love so that's the ultimate answer john you and josh need to be an example of love in this world be an example of this love at your church be an example of this love in front of your family in social media and everything else and if you guys are just an example of love then nobody could deny that god has touched you and that god is love yeah and and the reason why i say i can relate to this prayer request is because i had people from my old church reaching mm-hmm. out to me on social media being like, uh no years after i came out mm-hmm. and just like still antagonizing me and poking me and me like and the, this is verbatim what she would message me constantly. She would say, Jesus has so much better life for you than what you're experiencing now. As long as you have breath, there is hope. Oh, stop. Oh, because you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh, you're going to get me mad. <laughs> there has to be respect for your personal journey with God. Mm-hmm. And if, if someone who is claiming to be a part of the body of the Christ cannot respect your journey and your relationship with God, they're not walking the walk. They're not, they are outside of that love walk. You know, we say it a hundred times on the show and a hundred times in real life. And, and a lot of queer people always are faced with this, but everybody always wants to say something about you to make their own sin look better. Mm-hmm. Like we're all sinners, you know? And I think that when you read the Bible and when you read the word and when you read the messages, you're supposed to be looking at it as a reflective text for yourself. And when she's pointing at you and telling you, even if she means well, that's the sad part. She means well, probably. Uh, she thinks that your salvation is in question. But when she's pointing at you, she's got all those other fingers on her hand pointing right back at herself. And she needs to look at herself. Yeah. Like, we have to pray for these people because as queer people, uh, it's going to be our job to save Christians who don't understand that God is love. And I'm going to close it out with this. Set those boundaries with those people. When they reach out to you, when they start calling your salvation a question or try, try to dissuade you from marrying the love of your life, set that boundary and set it strong, honey. Let them know that they do not have a place to speak to that. Clink, so. clink. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Oof. I need a fan and it's freezing in here. <laughs> um, so please, you guys, when you pray this week, please add John and Josh to your prayers. Yeah. Please add Emily to your prayers. Yeah. And uh, that one little gay kid on uh, TikTok, give him a follow. Yeah. Um, and just, and I'm on TikTok team with Kenny. Hey. <laughs> and just pray for them and add them to your prayers this week. We ask that. So thanks for listening to the praise report and prayer request. You got it. I'm an expert at tongue twisters, by the way. I can be like Betty Bada 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 Bada, like all day long, but I can't say that. I don't know what. It is. We should just call it praise and prayer. Yeah, pra- pra- praise and pra- you, it's hard. I even praise stumble over pra- it. I don't know. <laughs> All right. We'll find something. We're going to um, be right back after this with our scripture of the day. Listen up, Yas Jesuits. If you follow <laughs> us on Insta, you know that we are obsessed with CBD caring products. Obsessed. They are women owned. Vegas company started by a mother who's just trying to help her daughter heal. They started in their kitchen, but now they're here with a full operation in Las Vegas, making these incredible projects that all started from a mother's love. And you know they love the LGBTQIA plus community Mm -hmm. because they won the best float in the Vegas Pride Parade. Yes, they did. (laughs) Their products are of the highest standard. Awesome quality CBD with no THC. No THC. That's important because... 
You're not going to get high, but you're going to get all the benefits. Yeah, their products are made from the highest quality natural ingredients, never tested on animals, except for their pet products, which are quality controlled and approved by the founders, Doggies, Nacho, and Cerveza. <laughs> this is not your normal pet product. <laughs> they carry products from pain relief to skincare. I'm a huge fan of their comfort cream for sore muscles and joints. As a matter of fact, my shoulder's kind of hurting from the gym, Azzy. You might give me a little rub oh, with yeah, that you comfort cream. Oh, yeah, you get over cream. here. Get over oh, here. That feels so comforting and creamy. And let me tell you, they also have a CBD infused lubricant called knob polish or well other stuff you want to try that one out uh duh all right let's go do that and while we do that you should check out their website at cbdcaring.com or follow them at cbdcaring you won't regret it and now it's time for the scripture of the day scripture of the day oh oh Oh, scripture of the day. Oh, oh, it's so food. Wow. <laughs> Got in on that vibrato. Don't let it go. What's the scripture, bud? All right. This comes from our freaking deacon, Ross Murray. It Thanks, is Ross. Nehemiah 810. Go your way. Eat the fat and drink sweet wine. You don't have to tell me twice. And send portions of them to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. And do not be grieved for the joy of the Lord is your strength. I like that. So eat the fat. Does that mean things are no calories? Does that mean I'll drink the wine and won't get drunk? I guess. I don't know. I'm hoping. I'm dreaming. Miracles happen. Take that up with Jesus. Lord, what's with calories? What's the deal with calories? (laughs) Come on, God. (laughs) <laughs> who invented calories who are these people all right so we're talking about humor, humor and god making humor and giving us humor as a gift to be our strength to get us through hard times really <laughs> i read uh in a david mamet book called hearsay and common true and false hearsay and common sense for the actor david mamet talks about how like a lot of uh, an acting mistake that a lot of junior level actors make is that they'll take all the comedy out of like a dramatic scene. Mm. Like if something's really horrible happens, someone dies and they're very mm-hmm. sad, mm-hmm. they'll be devoid of humor. When in fact, humor is the thing that gives us release. Mm-hmm. Uh, an example that he uses is if you're in a car accident and you're like, why does this shit always happen to me? Mm-hmm. Like the reason you're putting the word shit in there is because it's a funny word mm-hmm. and you're using it to relieve some of the stress of being in the car accident. Right. So, you know, an acting tip is to put humor into those moments and we need humor to survive. Humor is a tool created for us to be able to have relief. Right. Did you grow up finding the Bible humorous at all? No. Let me tell you a story. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I was in second grade, mm-hmm. and I remember this like vividly, because this is also a defining moment in my comedic career. But when I was in second grade, I was at lunch, and somebody said a joke about God. Uh-huh. And so when I got home, I was like hanging my head, and I was really heavy-headed that day and kind of sad. And my mom could tell my temperament was different. She was like, what's the matter, Danny? And I was like, oh, you know, I'm just a little upset. I think God might be mad at me. Mm-hmm. And she was like, why do you think God's mad at you? And I was like, well, I heard a joke, and I thought it was funny, and it was about God. And my mom kind of like, she was trying <laughs> to hide back like a little bit of a laugh. So mm-hmm. I kind of knew already that I was going to be okay. And she was like, well, what's the joke? <laughs> you know? And I was like, I don't want to say it. I think God will be mad. She's like, God will be mad. Tell me the joke. And I said, what's it called when God goes to the bathroom? Holy shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> second grade, right? Which is uh, seven years old, right? Uh-huh. So I, I thought it was funny when I heard it. And then I felt so guilty all day long. And my mom thought it was hysterical. She was like, are you making fun of God? And I said, no. She's like, then I think God would think it's funny. Like she was like, Danny, yeah. God created comedy. Yeah. You know? And I was like, God created comedy. She's like, yeah, God has a sense of humor. We're made in God's image. Mm-hmm. And if we think things are funny, God thinks things are funny, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I just always found that as something that really taught me the lesson of intention. 
Mm. when you're making a joke Mm -hmm. yeah and not every time is a joke for every audience oh yeah like (laughs) ross put it in in our notes he said something really good he was like there are jokes you wouldn't tell your grandmother or a police officer or a tsa agent but are hilarious (laughs) with your friends and in the same way christ is going to impact how you approach humor So for me, during the day, I work at a credit union Mm. and I have so many people that will try to (laughs) say some inappropriate jokes and I call them out on it. (laughs) I don't, I don't hold back. I'm like, like, that's not funny. (laughs) But if, but you come and tell it to me later. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I will, I will tell you to it. It's so, yeah, there's, there's times and places for the jokes and there's audiences for it. But the Bible is one that I didn't find very funny. I didn't yeah. find it humorous when I was a kid because everything was approached as this is holy and mm-hmm. sacred, blessed be the Lord. You right. know, like it was just like very solemn and whatnot, but there is humor in it. And we have some verses okay. that we're going to go over mm-hmm. and have some fun with. Okay. okay. All right. So we have Matthew 15, 21 through 28. Mm-hmm. Spill it, girl, spill it. Jesus left that place and went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Just then, a Canaanite woman from that region came out, started shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David, my daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not answer her at all. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away. For she keeps shouting at us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered, It is not fair to take children's food and throw it to the dogs. Yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. And Jesus said to the woman, Woman, great is your faith, honey. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed instantly. All right. So that was, <laughs> that was silly. So she had a little clapback. So yeah, she had a little bit of clapback. And uh, Jesus was kind of reading her like, um, excuse me, I don't feed anyone except for the children from the house of Israel. Yeah, I don't take their food you and know. throw it to the dogs. And she's like, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Like, that's a clap. Back. Right, right, right. And Jesus right. was like, <laughs> "Let your girl be healed." Wait, wait, from the show Pose, what's what's the 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 really tall, striking cheekbones, Electra? Mm-hmm. It's like her, like telling Bianca, is it from the House of Abundance? Right, Blanca. Yeah, <laughs> Blanca. Thank you, telling Blanca, like, you no, know, you're not eating here. You're not part of this house anymore. Right. You know, and and Blanca having that clap back. Well. Even we eat the crumbs that fall from the table, you know. Right, yeah, it was and just, yeah, her, and the so, provider, right? And so then Electra is like, "Okay, fine, you know, you <laughs> you too shall eat." You know, I mean, it's not a hilarious, hilarious joke, but it no, is a but joke. There's, it's humor. Right, there's there's a read there, right? Right, I and it's about what you choose to see laughing. in it. And so, so coming from a queer perspective, we kind of read it from the house of Israel, right? So. Coming with that queer lens, we can find the humor in it. Right. You know, is, is that is that too far stretched? No, I understand. No? There are far stretched things when it comes to humor in the church. I do remember in my church, they had a guest pastor come in and speak one time, and he was talking about the ministry of laughter. Oh, I have a funny story. Go ahead. Okay, so he was talking about the ministry of laughter, and he was saying like all of you can be overcome with laughter in the Holy yes, Spirit. Yes, 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 yes. And as far as guest speakers go, as far as like an assembly in high school kind of moment, uh-huh. it was great. Okay. everyone started cracking up yeah. and it was like a little intense but it yeah. was like wow church was awesome like you should have been there this week mm-hmm. blah 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 but then after the guest pastor had left the following week people started laughing a little bit more and then the mm-hmm. following people kept people kept laughing mm-hmm. and then my pastor kind of had to like be like 
he kind of like had to principle it at the mm-hmm. assembly mm-hmm. and kind of be like, all right, listen, everybody, I know we had the guest speaker and it was really great, but I think that we should take today's service really serious and try to not do the laughter. And then there was no more laughter again. And I was mm-hmm. kind of like, if that was like this natural occurrence, like if that was like something that we were all being like filled with the Holy Spirit of right, laughter, right, right, that's right, when right, I started right. to like be like, what's going on yeah, here? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's it's when manipulation. I started. It's, it's psychology. It's, it's when I started researching on, because me, I'm an actor, I'm a performative mm-hmm. and I was even more so when I was like younger and mm-hmm. you know doing my own thing but i was hysterical laughing on the floor like kicking the wall and i left like a shoe mark <laughs> like, wasn't me yeah i was like what and they were just like all right i mean i, I might have been the catalyst for stopping yeah. that moment yeah. but then i started thinking to myself like that's when i really decided to go on my own journey with god and not necessarily you know rely on these organized religion places and kind of just start to like find my own way yeah there was there was a whole movement if you're if you're not from the charismatic background um like we are there was a whole movement back in the 90s mm-hmm. where it was That's like it was. yeah where it was like this quote-unquote revival and the spirit of god moves upon you so much that you just lose control and you start laughing hysterically and <laughs> people in my church started wearing lampshades on their heads stop it yes oh my god like and okay. there's okay 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 there's <laughs> more here, okay. but i truly feel like the, <laughs> it's very like it was a weird thing it was yeah. um like a ted talk yeah kind of scenario yeah. and and for that purpose like if i was at like a tedx and they were doing that like a ted christian x or something mm-hmm. and they were doing this i'd be like oh that was such a great one but as a every week practice i could only imagine that man's home church <laughs> like just with everyone cracking up in the aisles like yeah you know i'd do comedy then yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a there's there was a famous traveling minister who actually just was i think arrested because he refused to close his church during the beginning of the pandemic oh yeah but he was a famous traveling evangelist pentecostal preacher who was really the starter of that uh i wouldn't be surprised if it was him because i went to church in florida and you know we get all the greats (laughs) (laughs) well he's originally from like south africa they all came through florida yeah yeah yeah. oh of course (laughs) they did and then they came up to indiana where i was thanks a lot all right all right so all right you want to do some more funny verses (laughs) yeah let's stay back let's get back to the show all right so luke chapter 17 verses 11 through 19 On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. He's always traveling. (laughs) And as he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Okay. (laughs) Keeping their distance, they called out saying, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, were not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? (laughs) Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? (laughs) That's funny. So he heals heals (laughs) ten lepers, and then one of them comes back to thank them for the group. And he's like, you're welcome, but where's everybody else over here? I did you a favor. So, you know, you could... There's can be there can be some sarcasm read into that if if you choose. I definitely think that that's dry humor. That's just yeah. God being like, "Where's the other ten? You know what I mean? Like, right, right, it, right. Like Jesus, is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just like every day. This is what I do. I love you. This is why I do it. Where are the rest? Why are you the only one here? Come on, <laughs> give me some praise. I deserve it. All right, I have one more here that I want to do. All right, so Matthew chapter twelve, verse one through three. I love it when Jesus deals with the Pharisees, and this is one of them. So at that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath, and his disciples became hungry and began to pick the heads of the grain and eat. 
But when the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, your disciples do what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. But he said to them, Have you not read what David did when he became hungry? (laughs) So, Jesus was saying to the Pharisees, which were the scripture experts Right, they were scriptural experts. And so he's like, didn't you read? Honey, have you not heard? <laughs> so asking him if they read up and up is up a up. read. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, it was a read. It was a read. I love it. So, so there's humor in the Bible. It just depends on how you approach it. And even in the story of Ruth and Naomi, there's some euphemisms. And we're going to get into that in another episode. Um, but I talk about in that episode, whether or not when you expose feet. Exposing feet was sort of like a joke to about a penis. Mm-hmm. So when they would say exposed feet, it was always like a, it was always like a sexual thing. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is like every time they were mentioning feet, maybe it was something like they were exposing his foot long. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, we yeah, would know yeah, what that yeah, means yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe it was something that either didn't translate and they didn't understand and just wrote feet, or maybe it was something that they thought was too dirty, so they just made it plural or something to sort of change it. Uh, I'm gonna go. I have this really awesome book called Manner and Customs. From the, it's up here. I actually keep my book up here where I keep my wigs. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> on this top shelf. I'm going to grab this well, book. and Danny, be careful. Hold on, there's a big Bible Danny, here too. Careful. Oh ah! my God. Ow! Oh my God, Danny. Danny, are you okay? Uh, oh, no. Whoa, my head. Where am I? You're at Apostle Paul's Bible space. What? The TV show? Yeah. You're you're the guest judge today. Oh my goodness. Who are you? I'm, I'm a PA. Get me some coffee. Uh, do, okay, do you want any cream or sugar? Quiet on the set! And we're on the air in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The winner of App Paul's Bible Space gets a sickening supply of fellowship and a prize of eternal salvation worth more than any doll hairs. Hallelujah, shofar friends! As we know, one should know, in order to study the Bible, one has to read the Bible. Can I get an amen? Amen! Which means this is the... Reading the Bible Challenge! Silence! The rules are changing, because today you are not going to read your sisters. You are going to read your ancestors. Now, pick someone from a Bible story and read them the house boots down. Naomi Ruthless, since you were the winner of last week's Ketanet Pasim Eleganza Runway, you will be going first. Isaac, your birth to your parents, Abraham and Sarah, was a miracle from God. But then he saw his mistake and decided he was pro-choice. Sarah, you're so barren that Abraham had to have sex with Hagar. But your kitty's so dry that he probably would have had sex with Hagrid. You're a wizard, Abraham. Lot's wife, you're such a dumb bitch that you're only known as Lot's wife. Lot, your wife is so basic, she turned into a pillar of salt. Esau, you were born and you were literally so red and hairy, you were in fact an overgrown orangutan. Damn, Judas gets around more than Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene gets around so much that she lets people put it in her Sodom and her Gomorrah. Excellent! Next up, she's kooky, she's spooky, she's that witch, Leviticus Ridiculous! 
Thanks, Naomi. It's me, the Ooky Spooky Queen, Leviticus Ridiculous. And you know what? I'm going to take you back to Vatican City with these reads. You know what, Noah? That was a great idea with the boat and everything, but couldn't you have invented a nice boating shoe? Sandals for a flood? Oh, and Abraham. What a kiss-ass, that guy. That's all I have for him. And now, on to the next girl, whose first line at a buffet is also her name. It's Gimme Gimme Mora. All right, folks, it is Gimme Gimme Mora, and I am about to take you down for such a time as this. Let's start off with you, Jonah. You had a whole-ass VeggieTales movie made about your life. I mean, you were played by an asparagus. That's about as interesting as you are going to get, but maybe I'm wrong, because I know you were swallowed by a big fish. You were swallowed by a magic carp, Jonah. Elisha, let's get to you. You are bald. Accept it. Don't stick a bunch of bears on children. Let's move on to the real whale of the next contestant. That is Delilah Del Rio. Wow, gimme, gimme, Mora. Do you need help packing your bags to hell? Okay, here's my read. Noah. Noah, 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 Noah. Sandals for a flood? You should have invented two galoshes. Everybody's always got something to say about Delilah Del Rio. I'm splitting hairs over here. I mean, you think Moses is cool for having a burning bush? God visited me with a burning bush. All I got was ointment. Okay, ladies, it's Biblioteca Essa closed. Now the winner of the Read the Bible Challenge is... Delilah Del Rio! Delilah, as winner of this challenge, you have won a righteous breastplate from armorofgodforqueens.com and the advantage of three extra fig leaves for tonight's Adam and Eve elimination elimination. Oh, pulpit crew! Now, the pulpit crew is holding baskets carrying various Garden of Eden elements. Fresh frankincense, burning bushes, fig trees, olive branches, crowns of thorns, lilies, apples, and kale. Talk about eggplants. What? It was in my weekly shipment from Imperfect Foods. Mmm, Imperfect Foods. Yum. Now, Delilah... In addition to your new breastplate, you've won the right to three extra fig leaves. Put them where they count. Now, Gentile men, start your intentions and may the best layman win. Now let's meet our judges. First up, my bestie, Magdalene Massage. How are you, my dear? That hair is so long and fabulous. Ready to wash and rub your feet in the streets. <laughs> Charleston Chrysley, how's your summer? I just got back from Fire Island Doctor. I had three burning men in my burning bush. <laughs> my possum is burning. And Cross Matthews from the House of 316. Yes, God, the house down Jesus sandals, honey. Category is Adam and Eve Innovation Elimination. Now, let's watch the runway. Is that a serpent or are you just happy to see me? She's serving hair loaves and fish. How do you like them apples? I thought the snake was serving apples. That's clearly a peach. Now that was a fantastic runway. While you girls go fry or tuck in the Eternal Salvation Lounge, the judges and I will deliver. Wake up. Oh, my Dang. head hurts. Wait, wait, wait a minute. That's it? What happened to the rest of App Paul's dress? Um, I mean... What are you talking about? Uh, Am I going to embarrass myself here right now? Uh, you don't I'm know anything so? about App Paul's Bible space? 
You mean it's over? We didn't even get to the best part. Speak in tongues for your afterlife. Well, we can't afford that music. Ugh, okay, fine. But if Leviticus Ridiculous doesn't win the whole thing, then this is rigamorous. Thank you all for joining us today on Yas Jesus. If you would like to be a part of one of our sketches or if you would like to be a part of the show or if you have a praise report or a prayer request, you can reach us at pray at yasjesuspod.com. We'd like to close out with a prayer. Are you ready, Azzy? I'm ready. Okay, let's bow our heads. Unless you're driving. <laughs> Dear Lord, we want to thank you so much for just having us be able to all be here together today. We'd like to lift up our listeners in the praise report we'd like to lift up chastity and like thank you lord for her getting that job we would like to lift up that one little gay kid that little gay christian, little gay on, christian TikTok. on tiktok and thank him lord and we'd also like to say a special prayer for john and josh um and for emily uh that you guide john and josh through the trials and tribulations that come along with this wedding, that you guide them against other so-called Christians that are using your word against love. We'd like to pray that you give them the strength and you guide their tongue to say the things that they need to say to educate these people and let these people know that, in fact, God is love and love is love. We'd like to thank you for them finding each other and celebrating their love in matrimony. We'd also like to pray that Emily gets that job. We got you, Emily, and we got your back and we're looking out for you. We'd also like to thank you for the gift of comedy. We'd like to thank you for those moments that you have been able to help us find in our darkest moments, a little bit of funny, a little bit of humor, and a smile. We'd like to pray that anyone that's going through a dark time can find those moments easier and that you can give light to the people who are advising and helping people that are going through a tough time to add a little humor and a little brightness to their life. We thank you for the light that you give us and we continue to want to let it shine and give the glory to you. Our God is big. Our God is mighty. Our God could do anything and our God is funny. And we are so <laughs> grateful uh, for to you. And I'm really grateful personally for the platypus. <laughs> amen and amen amen thank you guys so much for joining us we love doing this and we love you and please we want to hear from you again at pray at yesjesuspod.com i'm daniel francesi and i'm azariah southworth thank you so much to all the people who joined us uh, in our sketch we just really appreciate it we're going to be doing more stuff like that and we'd love for you to join us so find us online at yesjesuspod thank you until next time god bless and this was another great episode of yes, yes jesus. jesus i hope you have a sense of humor me missing a line Bye. <laughs> <laughs>